In life's journey, we must seek to reflect, learn, and grow. Welcome to the Road to Rediscovery with your host, Aubrey Johnson. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Road to Rediscovery. I'm your host, Aubrey Johnson. You are about to hear part two of the awesome conversation that we had with Tommy Chong. Enjoy. Yeah, they change. That's why I'm I'm amazed, you know, that that uh, I'm uh, you know uh, Cheech and Cheech too. Neither we, yeah. we we both we both are, are retarded, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! I mean, it's the it's the spirit of you and Cheech. I mean, it's it's the spirit within you. It's the spirit that Cheech has. That yeah. you know, that, that's 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 part of that fire, that allure. You know, of of, yeah. of what's so appealing to you know your fans, man. And yeah. uh, and and I have to say, I mean, I want to I want to thank you for bringing the comedic side. Although I know the intention now was music, but um, just the way the universe kind of unfolded things for you guys, man. Um, it, it just it just opened a whole new world of possibilities in the comedic part, right? So yeah, well they, yeah. they, they let us, you know, uh, we 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 did our music. Yeah, we did as much music as 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 we 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 ever wanted to, you awesome. know. Because even when I was in the band, you know, the mm-hmm. band that we had, mm-hmm. we laughed more than we played. We, oh, did we, you? we, oh man, because uh, you know, you know how yeah. that is with the brothers. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, you got these little things that you gotta, you know, yeah, yeah, like your mama jokes. You yeah, know, oh, like, big time. Yeah, we put, but, 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 but it's not. Mm-hmm. It, it's it, it's that 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 humor. Yes, and 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 that's that's oh, yes, that you, that that was so important, and and the jokes. Yeah, some of the jokes uh, that these jazz guys, you know, every jazz guy I know has a, a, a joke that that'll just knock you on your ass. Oh, it kills! And, it and, kills! And, yeah, yeah, and that's that's uh, that's where the humor was. And then you know, I, I got to know Red Fox pretty Love well. Love Red Fox. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he, I got to know him. I was a musician. He knew me as a musician. Oh, did he? Okay. And, and, and he would come to our uh, after hours club, right? And right. and that's where that's where Diana Ross uh, mm-hmm. discovered us because mm. she came down and she heard once she heard our group, yeah. she called Barry and Barry flew down to Vancouver. You know, he flew to see Diana Ross. Well, sure, Diana yeah, but <laughs> while he was there, while he, then, was yeah. there he, he, he signed us. And uh, beautiful, and, and and we never looked back since, you know. Yeah, man, that is that is awesome, Tommy. And hey, by the way, I'm a huge jazz fan myself. In fact, I I've opened a jazz um, multimedia forum um, where I showcase jazz and stuff and interview jazz musicians. But um, what you were saying about the experience, right? Uh, part of the experience where you laugh more than you play and the yo mama jokes. Uh, it it kind of reminds me. <laughs> Of back in the day, um, you know, when I was uh, in high school, I, I played saxophone, alto, and soprano. Oh, and, there you go. Yeah, okay. which which is awesome, you know. And uh, and and so me and my buddies, we had a little garage band, you know, never really got anywhere, but we liked to play. And um, we had a, a drummer. His name was Kevin. And yeah. uh, Kevin, you know, we we get started, and and we would do covers, right? So uh, yeah. you, there there was a jazz tune back in the '70s called Birdland. 
I'm yeah. sure you heard. Yeah. And so, yeah, exactly. Yep. We did Birdland, right? Birdland. Yeah. In Birdland. That's right. And so we would play, we would play, jamming, getting down. Then all of a sudden, Kevin would stop. He would stop drumming, you know? And we kind of stop. And then we all look at him with this, like, what the hell? Why'd you stop? And so he looks at us and he says, Oh, y'all keep going. I'll jump in. <laughs> We're like, what? You're the drummer. <laughs> you, it's the downbeat, the downbeat, you know? First hit, we can't go. You start, you know? <laughs> He'd always do that, you know? Yeah, but yeah he needed attention. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, I had it, we had Bobby Taylor and I, we, we got, you know, Motown sent us to uh, England. To, oh, uh, really? to back up uh chris clark mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. and also you know like a little treat you know uh and and so when we were there we got a gig in a, in a little club called the speakeasy you know just for one oh, night yeah. oh yeah and, and so we're we're playing there and all of a sudden the door and no one's up, no one's in the in the club there's like nobody really uh and then the door opened and jimmy hendrix walks in oh, and nice. there's about Two three hundred people behind him, they like he's a pied piper, and he walked up to the stage and he said, "Hey Tom, mind if I sit in?" He's bringing the and, whole show. <laughs> and, and 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 I I you know being a comedian, I said yeah. I had the urge to say uh, maybe next set maybe, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we got maybe some stuff set. we got to work out. You know, you know yeah, <laughs> but I had that in my mind. But then I said. Oh, of course. Yeah. And I took out my guitar and he goes, uh, no, I, I'll play bass because he's a left-handed guitar player. Right, right. And so we got Jimi Hendrix as a bass player and, and, and we're doing all of Bobby's tunes, you know, yeah. Yeah. Grapevine, all the covers, you know, the yeah. Heard It Through the Grapevine and all the Bobby Taylor songs, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And Jimmy's, Jimmy, well, he was a band, you know, he played in a band. Yeah, uh, for little Richard, all those guys, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so, he so he's playing the hell out of the bass, and the poor bass player because when showing up. No, oh, he had to go sit down, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we're up there just wailing away with Jimmy. Oh And man. then, 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 the, then, well, the the club pulled the plug on us because we wouldn't stop playing. And the guy, everybody wanted to go home, so they what? they pulled the plug on us, and so we <sighs> went up to the hotel room. And that's the sad part. Jimmy went into the bathroom, never came out. You know, he oh, just stayed man. in the bathroom. And oh, you know what he was doing. Oh, yeah. And so oh, years yeah. later, years later, I, I do my impersonation of getting high with Jimmy Hendrix. Oh, dear. First, first <laughs> I, I do my impersonation of getting high with, uh, with uh, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. And, go, <laughs> and then... Uh, and <laughs> there you go. I love it. <laughs> and so, so for Jimmy, I go... And then I'd hand the joint down, down. <laughs> in the bathroom. Oh gosh, man, that's funny. I yeah, love we it. Had, we we had a time, and then the weirdest thing. Now this, mm -hmm. the, the, that's why I know that there's some weird shit going on with me, mm -hmm. because we're in the car, in the car, and we're on our way to the airport. Yeah, and the car is one of the limos that the Beatles used to ride in so oh, okay yeah. so we're, we're riding in this Beatle limousine mm -hmm. and all the band you know the guitar player and the drummer everybody's talking about Jimi Hendrix mm -hmm. and I blurted out 
I'm going to be bigger than Jimi Hendrix one day. And the everything got really quiet. <laughs> Real quiet. <laughs> and then the drummer who, who he never had much respect for me, you know, like mm -hmm. drummers have. Yeah. He says, as a guitar player. And I said, no, no, not as a guitar player. I just had this epiphany. And then years later, Cheech and I were playing in a club in Vancouver mm -hmm. and the same drummer, he was like, almost like a stalker. He, he was waiting, <laughs> waiting for us to finish the gig and we're, yeah. walking to, we're walking to the car and he goes, hey, you know, you forget your old friends. Oh, and really? And, and it was Ted. And I said, wow. hey, Ted. I said, hey, Ted. And he says, yeah. Yeah, you just forget your old friends, do you? Then he walked away. Ooh. Oh then, man, that's spooky. Yeah, <laughs> but he, but but he he died just uh, what uh, about a year ago, I, I guess. Oh wow! He, it turns out he was adopted. Oh, was he? <laughs> and his adopted his adopted parents. Yeah. His, his dad was a uh, a guard mm -hmm. in a museum, art museum. Mm -hmm. And so I'm up there one day looking at the uh, King Tut uh, exhibit, and his dad come over to me, and he starts telling me about Ted. Mm -hmm. I said, what's, what's wrong with Ted? You know, it's his son. Yeah. Because his dad and mom used to drive Ted to all these talent shows when he was right. 13 years old because he was such a great drummer. Yeah. And so because he was so young, they would drive him, and Ted mm -hmm. would make sure he, you know, he got to it. He, he, Ted kind of ruled the roost and then I found out that he was adopted and that he was a half native kid Oh wow! he was really? half native and so yeah. he had that because his dad his dad at the art show called me mm. to a side uh -huh. and he was, he was kind of in tears I said what's wrong and he <laughs> says Ted uh, ruined my table I said what well he's a woodworker and he made this coffee table Mm -hmm. And he came home and Ted had chopped it up with an axe. Oh no, you're kidding me. Ruin, yeah, that's ruining the table, all right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, the scary part is what's he doing with an axe? Right, right. <laughs> and if he did and if he did that for the table, I mean, I I'm sorry, but he Ted Ted all his belongings would be on the sidewalk. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. Same here, you know. That's too close but, for comfort. Yeah, <laughs> but he, but he, he he was so talented, Ted. Mm -hmm, he was mm -hmm. one of the best drummers. A anybody that came to town, they always used Ted. You know, he was the oh, guy. Yeah. But he, but he had this ability to play loud. Gotcha. You know, yeah. so loud yeah. that if you you, you it, there's a lot of rage there. Yeah, yeah. And rather yeah. than yeah. to tell him and you get more rage, we just ignored it. The band would we we just ignore that shit. You know, and then yeah. it would yeah. pass. You know, right, right. But but yeah. 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 Being a musician, you know, I, I played the, the secret was I always hired jazz musicians mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. because they're always available. Yes. And they always knew way more music than I did. Oh, and yeah. and they would always correct us, you know, if yeah. we're playing the wrong tempo or the wrong thing, you know, they would always put 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 it together. The original yeah. band that Barry Gordy saw uh, never played in Motown. <laughs> because no. the two we had a black uh, a piano player Leroy mm -hmm. and uh, Leroy Harris and we had a, a Freddie Freddie uh, forget his name 
Miller, Freddie Miller on drums. Okay. Uh -huh. Well, uh -huh. they're, they're from Portland, Oregon. And so when we got the Motown contract, they went home to Portland to tell their friends, you know, tell the things. And right. then when they tried to get back, uh, the border wouldn't let them back, back because they oh, never had a work man. permit. Yeah. And, and not only that, they never had a work permit, but then they did a, a check on them. And, mm -hmm. and, and Freddie Miller had a, quite an extensive record. And oh. so he was barred from coming into Canada, period. And yeah, Leroy, you know, he was just with it. But, you know, that's the cold-blooded music business, man. Yeah. If the drummer drummer quits, there's another one. Yeah, <laughs> fill know? another one in, yeah. So, yeah, I mean... so, we, so we ended up getting Mel Brown, who was, he was one of the best in, in the world. He still is. Uh, wow. and, and, and as soon as we got to Detroit with Mel, mm -hmm. now we had him. And then we used these other uh, white boys from Toronto, Yeah, uh, you know, as uh, keyboards and that. We had, oh, the best, the be killer band. Nice. But as soon as uh, as soon as Diana Ross heard Mel Brown, she stole them. <laughs> she, <laughs> she did. Stole Mel. <laughs> yeah, and and so then so then we ended up with the, the crazy Ted. The, yeah. The, 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 yeah, that's how we ended Loud up drummer. with Ted. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So a um, uh, couple couple more questions, then we'll go into three for the road. Now, in the late seventies, early eighties, uh, around that time frame. Um, I guess was like the release of Up in Smoke in 78 and Still Smoking in 83. And, and during this time, you know, uh, that, was, that was in the midst of a major drug explosion, right? A craze, um, especially with uh, particularly cocaine smuggled coming into Miami. Miami just- uh, Oh, Miami Vice? Yeah, Scarface was released. I mean, you know, and then yeah. during the Reagan administration, you had the war on drugs and all this yep. stuff. So, uh, and, and and it's in the midst of this that you and Cheech are making these movies up in smoke and still smoking. I mean, what was that? What was that space like, you know, uh, during well, that time? Think about it. Think about it. The whole marijuana thing, that, that, that's Mexican. That's Chicano. Mm -hmm. That's Cheech. Yeah, you know yeah. that really is Cheech. Yeah, uh, the hippie thing was the same thing. The marijuana was, it was mine. <laughs> right. You right. know, I mean the hippie. I mean, the, yeah. I'll say, yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I played drums in a band, but I need to get high. I need, yeah, yeah. High, you know, <laughs> and uh -huh. so, so you know, at rehearsal and up and smoke. Let's let's go find our pot. Let's go get our pot. Nice. And that was the whole the whole thing. Yeah, and then we. When we get deported by mistake, what do we have to bring back? A, a band made of pot. Yeah. <laughs> and we're looking for a pot, and we're uh -huh. driving around in a band made of pot. So, oh, my God. So we had... we had, hilarious. So we owned... So, yeah. so what we did, we actually just showed everybody weed, said, okay, we own it. This is yes. ours. Right. This is ours. Uh -huh. No matter what uh -huh. you do, from uh -huh. now on, Everything will be compared to Cheech and Chong because that's it. And then we're on Bill O'Reilly's show uh, yeah. and uh, and Bill is trying to diss us, you know, Yeah. and he's yeah. talking about the evil weed. And, and I said to Bill, I said, Bill, what if we're right? What if they find that marijuana is good for you? Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. that it is a medicine. Mm hmm. And Bill didn't have a comeback with that one. He just, well, hey, I, you know, yeah, you know yeah. he didn't know what to say. 
But wow. Cheech remembered that. Cheech reminded uh-huh. me of that that time when we said, what if we're right? And look at us. Almost we're prophetic, right. man. Yeah. We're right. We're 100% right. right. We're 100% right. right. Yeah. Churches are closed. Bars are closed. What's open? A pot shop. <laughs> totally. Totally. <laughs> Think yeah. about that, man. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. You can't go to movies. You can't go to no. bars. You can't go to church. No. But you can go get your pot. You sure can. And man, ah, <laughs> it. it's, it's, it's treating people. It's treating people. It's, it's relieving medicine. people from chronic body pain. It's yeah. helping people with PTSD. I mean, it's, it's getting people off of medicine right off of the synthetic bad medicine yeah the yeah bad the medicine, bad medicine the opioids yeah look at look i've been reading now watching tv and now they're they mm-hmm. gotta they're, they're finding the opioid makers billions of dollars mm-hmm. and then yeah billions and billions of dollars you know wow and and you know so so when people say to me oh you you went to jail for nine months for a bong <laughs> yeah i did yes that's right <laughs> and uh, if i had to do it again i'd do it again there you go <laughs> because eventually you know eventually i'm going to do uh i'm going to sue the government to, to, to get my uh, record expunged mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and to get the money that that i that they took from me yeah. uh back you know they took a couple of hundred thousand dollars you know Oh wow! Just for no reason, you know, other than yeah. they could, you know, yeah. they, they yeah. had me up on a drug charge, and oh, it wasn't man. a drug charge, and you know the deal was, uh, if I didn't plead guilty, they were going to go after my son and my wife, because mm. they had no evidence on me. I was really innocent, even okay. though my name was Chong. Chong right. I had nothing to do with the the internal operations of the of the shop. Right, but my right. son did, and so did my wife. My wife wrote a check. I see. And all they wanted to do was just pressure me into saying I was guilty. Strong and they arm, did. Yeah. And they did. And I had mm-hmm. no problem with that at all. Mm-hmm. But now that we find out that it's, <laughs> it's, it's, that it's curing people. Only, <laughs> it's, it's essential. Yes. Uh, yes. Now, I, I even got a plan to, to do it with the judge because I want to go before the same judge mm-hmm. and then just reverse my plea. Yes. Withdraw my plea and then mm-hmm. plead not guilty because of additional evidence. Gotcha. And, and yeah. then I want to be found guilty. I don't want to be pardoned. I want to be found guilty. I mean, not guilty. Not guilty, right. And, and then I want to be able to uh, ask for my... Uh, you know, the bread I back, mean, man. The 200 grand. <laughs> Got to get that bread back, man, for sure. Oh, okay, man. let's play the game. All right. So uh, here we go, man. We're going to go into uh, three for the road. I'm going to ask you three random yet thought provoking questions. Um, and I'm going to challenge you to kind of answer them in five words or less. So let's start with question number one. Question number one. Tommy, here we go. Red, I'm giving you a scenario, okay? Here's a scenario. Red, white, and green makes a historic splash. We're only in the early stages right now, but let's say they make a historic splash legalizing weed throughout the country. The president, President Biden, specifically taps you to serve a national role in advocating this. 
and you get to create your title, what would your title be? The most high. <laughs> I like it. The most high. That's three words. Perfect, man. Perfect. All right. Number two. Number two is a fill in the blank. Writing, acting, and performing music allows me to pay the bills. Pay the bills. Three more words, man. I'm digging it. I'm digging it. All right. Okay. Question number three to top us off at three for the road, Tommy. You, you get away to relax for one week on a remote island with no technology. So name three non-techie things that you would bring with you. Um, a rubber band to work out with. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, your supply of kombucha. <laughs> I hear you. Right on. <laughs> okay. I'm digging it. And God. Uh, some kind of music gotcha yeah, i i, I guess a, a, a guitar i guess okay a guitar yeah nice. I, I would, uh, oh it, had, it has to be a, a martin a 1945 or 1950 martin mm. yeah I, I i'm not very familiar with guitars but it sounds like it's uh it's one of the fine ones well it's the one uh, joni mitchell plays all the time oh is it okay and it's uh, Hank Snow, the singing ranger. He was, uh, he was, uh, he always picked uh, his solos when he sang. But yeah. the, the reason I needed Martin is because as I get older, these mm -hmm. the, the guitars I got, they're harder to play. You know, I don't have the strength that I used to have. Right. And so right. the Martin, the Martin's real easy on the fingers. Yeah. And it's got a nice crisp sound. But uh, yeah, that, 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 yeah, the, uh, I have to have a guitar. <laughs> yeah, the guitar, man. It's got to be yeah. the guitar. <clears throat> man, that's awesome. Uh, I tell you, Tommy, man, you've knocked these out of the park. Three for the road. Thank you for uh, participating in those questions. And, you know, I'm just curious. I just have one more question. It's not a five word or less thing. But, um, you know, from the, the Tommy Chong of the Vancouver's to the Tommy Chong of stand up and comedy, and a club owner to the Tommy Chong of still smoking, uh, nice dreams uh, to the Tommy Chong of today in all those chapters. Okay. All those phases throughout your journey. Um, what is one key element that you have learned about yourself? And God really likes me. God really likes you. Right on. Yeah. Right on, man. And when people say, why would you say that? I say, have you seen my wife? <laughs> then you'll know why. <laughs> uh, no, that's what I did learn. God God really likes me. He does. I can do it. Takes, he takes care of me all the time. Yeah. I talk to him all the time. Oh, or yeah. her. Hmm. I'm not sure what it is, but. I talked to her, and, and, and again, you know, like, I, I as I get older, I, I, I have a habit of losing shit, you know, and yeah, forgetting yeah. stuff. 
And so God's my God's my uh, answer answer machine. Uh, when I when I lose my phone, I say, "Okay, God, where where where's my phone?" <laughs> and then then it appears. It it always appears. <laughs> nice man. Hey, That's he's crazy. the light. He's the way. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And 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 I've been writing poetry, and 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 in one poem, uh, I I I realized that God is just one thought away. That's how yeah. close he is. Yes. He's yes. closer than breathing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Closer, closer. Yeah. And, and, uh, and I, I, and I know how, how to get there. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's a challenge because yeah. it's all been written in, you know, in the holy books. Right. Right. But, it, but, but the challenge is, is to have no bad feelings against anybody. That's right. At all times. Yes. Not just once in a while, but at all times. That's a big challenge. Oh, ooh, yeah. it is. A lot, is. a lot of conflict going on in this world. You know, oh, so much. Yeah. But if you can, but if you can rid yourself of bad feelings uh, to anything. Yeah. To anything, because everything mm-hmm. has a, a purpose. And sometimes sure. that purpose is to wake you up or piss you off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one or the other, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, and more. then, but mm-hmm. but instead of resenting, appreciate. Yeah, that's it. Oh, and then the the last thing that I, I want to say is that mm-hmm. I've been texting about vaccination, about people should get vaccinated. Yes, and the reason, and and I and I, I pointed out a few things. I said. You know, when the vaccination, vaccinations first came out, the first people to get them were wealthy people because yeah. they paid for them. Mm, and right, they right. paid big money for them because they got big money. Now, why would they pay for something that in a little while would be free? It was because it's, it wasn't a, they weren't worried about the, the, the cost. They right. were worried about the effect. Oh, okay. See, they know. And I tell people, I said, the vaccination for old people is like a life insurance policy. Yeah. You know, it may not work, but why take a chance? Why take a chance? That's right. Why take a chance? And so I tell everybody out there, you know, that please, you know, get vaccinated. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. And for no other reason. God wants you to. Yes, he sure <laughs> because, does. <laughs> see, see, God's doing his work now. God is fixing yeah. the planet. But God mm-hmm. is in the middle of, of, of doing some redos with the planet, yeah. you yes. know, because the humans kind of fucked it up. Yeah, so, <laughs> that's so, right. So, so in order to get these, these humans to sit down and be quiet for a minute, yeah. give them a pandemic that keep their ass in the house. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then, and then, you know, the, the, the earth will heal itself, you know, right. it will, it will, it, because that's earth, that's, that's the nature of earth will heal itself. It'll mm-hmm. take time, yeah. you know, but we can't keep fucking with it, you know, no. and that's why the oil companies, you know, they have to be a thing of the past. Mm-hmm. And, oh, I've been watching uh, uh, World War II movie, uh, uh, battles. Uh, oh, have on, you? Uh, on to, to, to be? And it's yeah, uh, it's called uh, battleground. Oh, it's really? a battleground, and yeah, they're yeah. all the all the classic war uh, 
in the fights that we had. Yeah. And what I learned, man, I, what I learned in uh, in Shanghai, the reason we uh, the British lost Shanghai, yeah, <laughs> they had nothing but white guys fighting <laughs> the war in the army. They're all yeah. white guys, uh -huh. and, and this is this is a brown nation. This is a brown country, like Vietnam. You know, yeah, yeah, uh, you yeah. know. And they never, the, the British never used any locals in the, oh in, to tell them the, the, the terrain or anything. And right, so what right. they did, they had all their big warships, battleships, big cannons pointed out to sea, expecting yeah. the Japanese armada to come invading <laughs> them. But instead, the Japanese snuck around to the back and they mm. rode bicycles to get up to, the, to, the, to where the English were. And yeah. they, they captured the English without basically without a fight because oh they had no gosh. defense. And, and they the didn't Japanese know the land. Just they just walked in and they took them all prisoners and oh then they tortured gosh. the shit out of them and killed <laughs> a lot of them, you know? But, but check it out. Check out that thing. I will. It's on Tubi, you right? You learn so much about history and why okay. they were fighting. And you know why they were fighting? For oil. Oil. For oil. Because in order to keep the in order to keep the war machine going, you need yeah. fuel, and right. at that that time the fuel was uh, uh, gasoline and oil, right? And right. so so armies would advance like like uh, Hitler's armies, you know, tanks, blah, 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 and then they run out of shit, run out of oil, gas, yeah, yeah. and so they'd stop, and then they'd get replenished. So so the wars were all about, and then bombing uh, oil fields. Like they bombed, Amazing. the oil supply was in Romania. Check it out, man. It's so really? interesting. Yeah, yeah it's so I, interesting. I will. I and, will. and you know, when, when, the German, when the Germans uh, invaded uh, uh, Poland, yeah. you know, the news acts like, oh, Germans just invaded Poland and they just walked through because they had superior blah, 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 you know, and the yeah. Polish, the Polish were some badass motherfuckers <laughs> badass no they were on horses most of right. them were on horses and yeah. they had small arms they never had cannons and tanks and right. shit but yeah. they were warriors man and really? they were kick-ass yeah you know rider yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> with yeah, a horse yeah. And, yeah. and a sword and no, they that's were badass. badass yeah and and they they ended up to, to check it out this is a lot of fun okay i will i will tommy Thank you so much, man. Really, really appreciate having you on, uh, you know, and, uh, and, and, and best of luck, best of continued success, sir. And, uh, and, and thanks again for coming on the show, man. Keep playing that jazz, man. I want to hear you guys. Oh yeah, no, I'll play, yeah. I'll play some, man. No, I still yeah, got my yeah, horns, I'm gonna, still I'm gonna, Yeah, I want to, want to hear you guys. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to start doing the same thing with when I get the right guitar. I don't have the right guitar yet. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah, people. Yeah. People always talk about what's your favorite string. Fuck the string. I need my favorite guitar. You made <laughs> your favorite guitar. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Take care, bro. All right. You do the same. Thanks a lot. The Road to Rediscovery is an AJ Shark production.